You're about to listen to an episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss interesting HR topics and solve some of our listeners' submitted questions. And occasionally I'll go off HR topic and talk about whatever I want to talk about. Think barbecue, space exploration, technology, money, managing, business, things that interest all of us. We get a lot of emails with questions. Stay tuned for details on how you can submit yours to the show. And now, let's get started. Hi, everyone. On today's show, we're going to kind of do a Ask Me Anything format. This is something that we do in a lot of our newsletters and our education, where we just take some questions that are being asked by our members or by our listeners, and we answer a couple of them, kind of go through the scenario. Um, today's two questions are pretty interesting. They're kind of a trend that we're seeing coming from our members, and that's like you know about 3,000 different offices sending in their HR problems. One of them has to do with bringing kids in the, into the office, and then and the other one has to do with uh, receiving these anonymous communications from outside your practice about an employee that works for you. Like, you know, hey, I don't know if you know it or not, but so-and-so is a drug addict or so-and-so was, is being investigated for embezzling or so-and-so, it, you know, got fired for some reason. And, you know, it really it's kind of someone from the outside kind of lashing out at one of your employees and, and what do you do with that piece of information so we're going to talk about that um, also there's a plethora of laws that are being changed uh, employment laws that are being changed and or enacted across the country specifically around sick leave rules uh, Jenny and I are going to talk about that. Jenny is the director and head of compliance over at Cedar. So this is going to be kind of a HR centric, old school sort of uh, here's some problems and here's what's going on, uh, sort of uh, what the hell just happened in HR. I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, so uh, uh, before we get into uh, the AMA kind of style thing, Jenny, that I talked about, um, I kind of want to go into the sick leave law, uh, these changes that are happening across the country. I know California is killing us <laughs> yeah. right now because they keep – well, first of all, they're running a little behind on telling us exactly how the new rules are supposed to apply. So for everybody out there who's listening, there are many states that are doing this, so I don't want to just focus on California. There are several states, I think about seven uh, with sick leave laws, uh-huh. new sick leave laws yeah. um, that are going to affect January, there's, there's three. Okay. There's like seven states that have law changes. We've got to update member handbooks for So they're it. changing, so they're changing things. things. A lot of them are paid time or paid leave of absence rules. Those kind of things. Yeah. Okay. So for everybody who's listening, we're talking about CEDAR. We're right now, right, you're listening to what the hell just happened. In HR, mostly in HR. And uh, and so we're really going to kind of focus on what CEDAR does today and kind of go into that, like I said in the introduction, back to the AMA thing. So with all of these sick leave laws either being enacted or being changed, so that's very, very important. In California, it's not a new law. It's a change of an existing rule that's there. Um, I think it really highlights, and I'm just going to say this about CEDAR. It's kind of – well, it's not about CEDAR. It's about being a small business owner. HR is for life. Right. Once you, Jenny, once yeah. we, we have HR here, it comes up every day. Something, something that we have to deal with in HR is impacted by an employment law or regulations or rules around you're supposed to handle it. Whether it's just someone's letting us know they're going on maternity leave or um, someone wants to bring their dog in, <laughs> yeah, which we allow. Yeah, we um, allow that we, at Cedar. My dog's that, under but, the table right now. But there's rules. <laughs> there's rules that around That your it. dog is yes. constantly... 
uh, breaking Jenny, yeah. and that's why we're here in the podcast okay. today. So Mopsy has <laughs> been special. a loyal dog of Cedar uh, for over 10 years. He has so been here a long time. So just because he occasionally pees on Paul's couch yeah. doesn't, doesn't mean... <laughs> That no, he um, needs a corrective action. Yeah. But uh, and, but any other dog would get it because Mopsy's our favorite. Exactly. <laughs> and he won't sign them. So that's right. the other yeah, thing. He so which then gets him in more trouble. Anyway. So okay, so with, with sick leave, yeah. uh yeah, we're um, you know, we're doing something a little different today with the podcast because um frankly, Paul, I'm too busy to prepare a whole podcast with well, you because we're swamped. Yeah, we are a little bit swamped. What do you, what do you um I saw all of you in a room yesterday mm-hmm. and uh uh what was going on? Yeah, so um, California, we've got around 300 members or so in California. Uh-huh. Um, California's had a sick leave on place since I want to say 2015. Yep. Um, but they've changed it and they're right. adding extra criteria to it. Okay. And uh, there's multiple cities and counties that have their own sick leave laws and, and the they won't state agree. law changes mm-hmm. are different. And so it's a whole, you know, so even, you know, even for our members who maybe you are so generous, you offer two weeks of yeah. PTO and the state's now only requiring and you give them five days of sick time. We still have to make changes to your policy yeah. um, and multiple other policies. Um, there's a reproductive loss leave. Um, we are making some changes in the drug testing policy, a few other places. Anyway, so it takes a lot of custom changes. And so t- yesterday, um, Allie, who's on our podcast quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, she's our compliance specialist. She was actually training um me and you know, I'm I'm the director. Her manager reports to me. Uh-huh. She was training me, Paul's executive assistant, <laughs> and our internal HR assistant, uh-huh. uh, Grace, who's new to the team, um, on how to help producing those handbooks because, because the, it's all hands on deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what's happened um, with a lot of these changes that we're seeing, not just in California, but because of the way the rules are being written. They're impacting other policies in your handbook. Mm-hmm. So that's what we always say to people is you could go to, on Google or you could even probably comb our site and kind of get a, a, a checklist or an idea of all the things that you have to do in order to comply with a rule, like, you know, a good jumping on point. What you can't do is uh, gain the understanding it takes to write the policy, make the corrections for the new law regulation or changes, and then understand how it's impacting some of the other uh, policies that you have in your employee handbook. Mm-hmm. Book. And that's what's killing us right now. Yeah. And and honestly, um, I I wonder how other companies who do what we do at Cedar, as far as the handbooks are concerned, are going to handle this because they do not have the infrastructure for it. No. So well, I think what they're going to do is push out uh, some guidance. Mm-hmm. And they're going to tell people they can copy paste some stuff in there and people are going to get no training or understanding on how that copy paste just impacted other parts of their employee. Handbook. Yeah, I yeah. actually was talking to our compliance manager about how how are other places, even law firms who do handbooks doing this. And I realized that's how they're doing it because they don't actually take ownership of the person's handbook or no. the company's handbook. No, they give you it in and Microsoft so we Word. Yeah. are manually reading through every single one and custom fixing their policy in the best way possible to Mm. make it work. Whereas other companies, we know they're just going to email you. Here's a new policy you can use and not explain. You also have to change these parts of your vacation policy. You have to change this part of it, you know? And so you know, we could take the easy route, Paul, We could, but we never let ourselves do that for some reason. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, (laughs) 
Yeah, if you remember and you're listening and you're getting these notices from us, you probably want to pay attention to what we're yeah. telling you because we're making changes to your handbook. And then you're going to be able to easily distribute it through mm-hmm. the HR vault. And, and just because uh, yeah. we said we don't want to harp on California, yeah. if you're in Minnesota, you've also got a statewide law. And there are two local laws already there. So same what about problem. Kenny? What about Kenny in North Carolina? Any problems Kenny in North right Carolina? Now? He's fine. He's good. Kenny's always good. Kenny's always now, good. Now, you know, Kenny in Illinois, uh-huh. if, if I could, if, if we Kenny- could just... Stop servicing Illinois members because uh-huh. Illinois is making us crazy. <laughs> yeah. Illinois keeps passing laws that say, and you have to put this in your handbook. Oh. And there's multiples. But worse than that, Illinois has a statewide now, not sick leave. Mm-hmm. It's an all-purpose like PTO Got policy. It. Employees can take time off for any reason. And that's very unique. We thought, we're like, okay, we got that. Except. Uh-huh. Except. Yeah. Cook County, uh-huh. which is apparently it's known big. It's huge. by everyone yeah. to be the worst yeah. um, in terms of laws. Uh, Chicago is in Cook County. Uh-huh. Cook County. I love has Chicago, a, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I love Chicago. Chicago um, is in Cook County. Mm-hmm. Cook County has a countywide sick leave law. Right. Chicago said, we're not following that. We're going to make our own Chicago law. That was oh, several years ago. Mm-hmm. And also, we, Cook County's weird and lets towns choose whether or not to follow that law. So there's some towns in Cook County that follow the Cook County law and some don't. Okay. Chicago has just decided they're also going to change their sick leave law because I guess they don't want the state law to seem more generous than them. So they want to change it. Um, Cook County has decided they also want to make changes, but they haven't voted on it yet. So we're sitting here, For like we said, you know, 200 handbooks to update. Would you guys make up your minds? Yeah. You know. So, so. for, yeah, yeah. For those of you working with the big, uh, with those big payroll companies and stuff out there, good luck with this. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great for you. Okay. All right. Anyway. Let's get, let's get into our AMA. So um, uh, the, on the first one, um, you know, you told me this and I looked in and in, in not that I doubted you, but I, I was able to verify it. We have several, uh, um, members who have reached out this year with a question like this question. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a good one to cover on the podcast. And I don't think we have an easy answer to it. So it's not a cut and dry answer. But the problem is, is that they get, uh, they, the employer gets some kind of information sent to them. It can be an email or it could be someone telling someone else. Sometimes it's an anonymous Facebook message. Sometimes it's an anonymous (laughs) Facebook message. Or mail with with no return address. It's been weird. And it says something to the effect of you have an employee working for you and you may not know this, but then, and then they give you the employer a piece of negative information mm-hmm. about them. And it could be anything from their under investigation for embezzlement at their last practice, by which I'd like to say thank you. And then I'd also like to ask why you didn't background check them and see that they'd been charged with that and they were under maybe investigation. Maybe call their prior employer. Yeah, yeah, and, maybe yeah, do those yeah. things. But but nonetheless, it can be everything from that to um, your new associate is an adulterer and was accused <laughs> of having uh, relations with uh, employees at the last practice he was at, and that's why he got fired mm-hmm. from there. So we We've get, had accusations of them being drug dealers, oh, or drug users, addicts, mm-hmm. addicts, and um, right. and sometimes there's. 
pretty clear evidence there's some sort of vendetta going on here. Yeah, there's always you know. a vendetta. <laughs> well, yes, there is always a vendetta. It, I'm sorry. But sometimes it seems like, mm-hmm. I, you know, and this is, is what, you know, we have to talk to them about. Well, we need to look at, don't just ignore it mm-hmm. per se, especially maybe the embezzlement thing. Well, hang on a second. I do want to say this. I just spent the last week with my family. Well, mm-hmm. because it, you know, it was Thanksgiving last week. I don't know when this is going to get released. It's probably sometime next year. But but uh, I just spent it. My sister and my dad were there. I just want to remind everyone, no one likes a tattletale. <laughs> Even when my sister was like, I, I for a second there, I thought she was going to bust me on my, to my dad on something I was doing. Then I was like, wait a minute. He's not in charge of me anymore. I, I don't have to worry about this. <laughs> anyway, just if my sister's listening, and she does listen every now and then, no one likes a tattletale. No one likes a tattletale. And, and so that's I would my, like my brother to know that too. Yeah. Now, t- my brother has a learning disability. And, and, and it's it not seems, a great filter. No, no filter. So uh, no matter what <laughs> happens, he just, comes home and like reports everything that uh-huh. happens. I'm like, you don't, why are you telling dad? Like, he doesn't need to know, first need, of all, yeah. what type of beer I ordered at the bar or how I said thank you to the bartender. He also doesn't need to know that thing I off the cuff said when I was a little tipsy. Yeah, you know? About about dad. About dad. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. No one likes a tattletale. Okay. So we've established that. Um, no tattletale. Okay. So the question is, is what do I do? What am I supposed to do with this? Because, you know, you've heard us tell you, be careful about getting information from employee, about employees mm-hmm. from from channels that you're not supposed to be in. So that that goes back to background checks and people trying to research somebody on Facebook and not getting good information yeah. and stuff like that. So now we have this piece of information that's come in. And, and I think the answer to what you're supposed to do with it is, is it depends. Yes. So the embezzlement thing, I think it's pretty clear that one's easy. I think we're going to look into that a little bit further. We're going to look into that. Yeah. Please, and, and I think just for anyone listening, if you think or hear rumor someone on your team may be an embezzler, don't say anything to them. Yeah. Ideally, you're a CEDAR member. Call mm-hmm. us. Um, and we actually have a great service. We can refer you out to Prosperident if you're a dentist. If we thought embezzlement thought, was going. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, but there's probably things. You don't want to tip them off yeah. that you know they're embezzling because, you know, they might burn down your building, which has happened before. To and hide then, the evidence. Yeah, to hide the evidence. That was a great story. It's like a New Jersey practice. The yeah. woman burned it down in order to keep them from looking at the records. Because they all had paper files. But. Yeah, well, they had paper. No, but in that case, she even got in trouble because it, they, it was the beginning of uh, uh, keeping things on servers. Oh, yeah, they and had so it on she, the server. Yeah, they had yeah. what they needed on the server. Um, yeah, so you want to get some information or maybe look at what information you have, what type of concern right. it is. and So you're going to look at that. So the, I think my default, though, is, is I'm not supposed to have this piece of information mm-hmm. and and I believe that about 80% of what I see is none of my business and it could put me on alert like the associate issue if that's something that's they have a habit of doing then I'm probably going to be hyper aware of it yeah and if if they're claiming someone's a drug user maybe I'm going to Double keep a check closer. if their eyes are a little glazed over. You well, know, but you don't need to it doesn't it's not cause to go drug test them. No. But no. you should be looking for these signs anyway. But again, if unless you if, if is, is there something going on that actually is impacting their work? I think the reason why we're talking about this is because it's happening more. And it's like we're getting a we're lot. starting to get this kind of request for what am I supposed to do with this information, it, you know, more and more often. 
So, uh, sorry, Mike, um, and that asked me anything. I don't have an, a, a direct answer, but it, um, it depends. Just you want to keep your. I can't I think you want to take a step back when it's a moral thing. It, when it's more yeah, than moral the people thing. calling in saying, you know, your associate doctor is having an affair. It's, it, it's if, yeah. if it's with an employee, maybe that's an issue. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not. You don't need to get into their personal drama. Yeah, I think my first my first inclination is to take a step back and not do anything with it, and yeah. then to then take a look at it from that place. Okay, let's get to the next questions. Um, Jenny, did you you're the one who brought this up. Yeah. So we had someone submit this question, and then we've actually I've seen a trend around this, which mm-hmm. is surprising, keeping in mind that we primarily work with healthcare practices. Yep. So all the employees are pretty active with patients all day. Um, There seems to be this trend of employees bringing their kids to work with them without asking about it first. In odd circumstances. In odd circumstances. Yeah. Like the example you gave me was they were having a little Thanksgiving celebration. Yeah. They had planned it well in advance. They all agreed they wanted to do like a potluck potluck or or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it was on like Wednesday and like this particular employee doesn't work Wednesdays, but she wanted to come in for the party. Oh. Yeah, and yeah. like she knew about it, yeah. and but oh, I couldn't find childcare, so she brought her kids with her. Yeah, and the owner was like, I, and like they were like five of them. Yeah, and little kids running around, and she's like, "This, our, we did not sign up to babysit your kids right now." Right, right. <laughs> what what is happening? And what was her reason? She didn't. She she didn't find childcare. She couldn't get childcare, even care. though she knew about this like a month in advance. Which, and just you know, not having childcare. Mm-hmm. This ain't some legally protected reason to have, you know, be able to bring the kids around in. stuff or yeah. bring your kids. Now, you know, we have, especially during the pandemic, you know, we encouraged maybe flexibility because there were issues mm-hmm. with daycare and stuff like that. But that's when the employees approaching you and telling you they have a problem. So this is a good. Uh, so this is a good point to make here on the ask me anything. While we're not going to say you should, um, and and we and you know that you can't just have kids coming in indiscriminately, <laughs> and you can't. Uh, we we established pretty well during the pandemic. And we had talked about it many times before. A lot of our doctors had come to us and said, I'd like to set up a little bit of a daycare here. I'd like for it to be a benefit. I'm going to pay somebody. And then when we really, we thought, well, this is kind of a neat idea. What a a great thing for them to do. They've got 27 employees and, and they're like, let's put this together. And the problem is, is that it's a whole nother set of liabilities yes. and, and you can't just do it. You you literally have to set up a daycare. Yeah. You know I mean, you literally have to get the insurance. You have to have the qualified people there mm-hmm. and you have all the extended problems with it. That so said, we're not, we, gonna, we're not going to do that. We're not right? going to do we're, that. We're not going to do that. But having a policy that says that if you have a problem and need to bring your kids in, this is what you would need to do. In order mm-hmm. to let us know to see if we can uh, see if we can help you out, I think it's still good to be flexible with with moms and dads out there that are having trouble with childcare, right? It is, yeah. yeah, and and I think it's, but you can, as a business owner or a manager, expect your employee not to, to bring their children. Yeah, because you know, I think the person who submitted a question to us said, you know, the employees' kids didn't have school that day because mm-hmm. it was like parent-teacher conferences or something, yeah. so they didn't have school. So she just brought the kids to work, and we're gonna just have them sit in the break room for her eight-hour shift without telling anyone in advance. And so everyone's like, what? Who's watching these kids? What are they? Yeah. Uh, now they're like wandering down the hallway and right. they're, you know, 
kind of funny to think, you know, that you have a HIPAA violation because your kid's overhearing patient information. Yeah. But, you know, as we have said, people have, there are some people who have no filter. Yeah. So that kid might actually go to school and be like, hey, I saw your mom at the doctor yesterday. Right. And she, you know, yeah. um, kind of an extreme example. But um, not having noticed there's going to be a bunch of kids sitting in your break room, yeah. you know, isn't great. And and there isn't often a break room. And so yes. the next thing is, is, well, we're going to keep her, um, you know, she's just going to hang out with me. I'll keep an eye on her and yeah. she'll be quiet. And look, it's, it's again, sometimes you don't want to, you might want to say yes to that. My mom can come get her at lunch. I'm right. stuck. My babysitter's got COVID. Yeah. Uh, school's out today. Um, and, and you're looking, you know, you're, you're the business owner and you've got eight employees and this is a key employee. You don't have anybody to take their place. Then you might say, well, yeah, I mean, you don't really have a choice. Bring her in and stick her back there and let's hope for the best. <laughs> give her an iPad. Yeah, and, give her an know, iPad. Put and, some headphones on her and give her a or snack. put her on the phones and get her to make some callbacks. Or, or that. Fill you know? some hygiene slots. Yeah. Um, so... Again, the answer to this is it depends, but I believe that the real answer to this is that having a policy in place um, is kind of a good thing. And that yeah. get, that empowers them to be able to be – to know that they were supposed to ask and also empowers you to be able to say yes or no or place conditions upon your yes yeah. when you do say And yes. I think part of that goes to – I think a lot of owners and business managers are feeling like, you know, this is a real issue. You mm -hmm. know, child care is a real yep. issue and I value this employee and, yep. you know, am I doing something wrong by – addressing this with her because she brought her kids in unexpectedly and if and I you're do, not and if I do this for her do I have to do it for everybody yeah. because I like her and I don't like this other employee right. and they and I know she's going to start bringing her kids in and, and again if you're on the phone with our experts we're going to walk you through this stuff and, yeah. and one of Put the questions we're going to ask in there. is what do you want to have happen here do you yeah. want to accommodate this or do you not want to so that you know we can set you up to uh for the, for the best possible outcome. Okay, so everybody, uh, thanks for listening to What the Hell Just Happened. Jenny, thank you, as always, for joining. I hope you guys got some piece of useful information maybe. out of this, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, um, uh, what I the hell? I think the most useful thing uh -huh. here is if you're watching an Instagram clip is that today me and Paul are wearing pretty matching glasses. We did pretty good. Yeah, we're pretty good. You want to so, be me. You're copying me. I'm trying to, trying to take over from Paul. Yeah, you know? well, one, one pair of glasses <laughs> at a time. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and uh, we hope to catch you on the next podcast. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. If you have an HR issue, question, or just want to add a comment about something Paul said, record it on your phone and send to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. We might even ask if we can play it on the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and join us again next week.